Hi, everybody. Today on Lindy and Lizzie, we are really excited and honored to have an exceptional guest on our show. Please welcome Dr. Keneally. She is a world-renowned medical doctor and leading functional integrative medicine physician treating and healing patients across the globe. She utilizes the best of all healing routes, conventional, homeopathic, Eastern medicine, and modern medicine. She is the medical director of Cancer Center for Healing and New Medicine here in Orange County, California, where the focus is prevention, early detection of cancer, internal medicine, autoimmune disease, and natural hormone therapy. On today's episode, we discuss the rise in cancer that we're seeing today in our world and some of her thoughts on why this is happening and how we can prevent it for both us and our children. Because as parents, we are all kind of worried about that. And she is also a mother. She even gives us a little parenting advice. Please welcome Dr. Keneally for part one. We're already excited to have her back on and scheduling part two because this was such a great episode. We really hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Enjoy. Just every single little thing that you can think of to be grateful or just live in gratitude all day long, all the time, and be very mindful of that. So I think that is the, I didn't do that my whole life, but I learned this, and I would say that is the most beautiful way of living because you handle life with ease Mm -hmm. when you live like that. Mm -hmm. I agree. And honestly, a lot of dis-ease starts in the mind. And it starts in the mind, but if you're setting your mind, You're getting rid of disorganization and disorder and imbalanced and anxiety and depression because you're choosing the architect of the thought for that time period, for that day. Yeah, thank you for that. That was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, and, and if you live like that, if you live that so consciously, though. So it takes, in all honesty, because I try to do these things you're saying, it and people don't, when I, I do coaching, and it's a day, you have to remind yourself. and you have to create Because that just doesn't come naturally. It's, it takes effort. It takes work. It takes discipline. That's why every day I always intention. say, what are you grateful it for? Yeah, it does so take intention. Your intention creates the reality that you mm-hmm. want. But you have to, that's why you have to take an inventory. Because yeah. you're not going to be perfect right. every day. And no. trying to attain perfection is never a good goal. Good either. Okay. No. Because... No day is ever going to be perfect, I promise, ever. But if you just say, I'm going to live life to the best and the fullest, and I am going to help everyone be the best version of themselves. Because look how much kindness is gone out of the world. Yeah. Empathy, we love. But if you can be a beacon of light, of love, you can transcend that to others. Yeah. And if we all tried to do this, just think how happy the world would be. Oh, it'd be a different place. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm big that. on gratitude. Yeah. Yes. I'm big on that. Like, yeah, we give all of thing. our patients, uh, all of our patients, affirmations to start they saying do. first day. Yeah. Because they need that guidance. Yes. They don't know yeah. how to do it no. themselves. This is something, it's, it's just like going to church. I Sometimes you think you know right. what's right or wrong, or you think you know that message a little bit. I've, I've heard about faith before, but it's you need to go every Sunday, or you need to read. You have to yes. stick with your own study and everything, your time with to your time with the Lord because it's just so funny. We, we live in this hustle culture. Right. We're busy. We're distracted. And it's so easy to forget and just keep going with life. And right. I almost want to take um, the recording of this and listen to that little part, the little two minutes she right. did every morning. That's our lives 
obviously changed well, it's better. Like when you read the Bible, every time you read it, you go back and you read it again, the same passage, and it's like the it second time. To you. You have, it's a different. And then, yeah, and you have a different meaning this time, and it meant something different and said something different to you. And we just forget yeah. so quickly. It's so true. Yeah, we do. And so that's why we have to constantly remind ourselves all the time. But we have to literally be conscious because we have recordings from our childhood that probably weren't yes. that good. Okay, mm. and they weren't because our parents weren't perfect, right? right? So we have recordings of whatever it is, and so ninety-five percent of our thoughts are subconscious. Mm -hmm. So they're just is that off. record still playing right. from childhood. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. So you, but you're an adult now, so you have to say, no, I am going to have different way of thinking. Right. I am going to set the intention for that every single day. And I literally, as long as I've been doing it, I still have to do it. I still have to set And you still the, have yeah. to kind of like do it. Do it, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Just like you have to make yourself exercise. Like, I don't want to say like make yourself. Right? No, it's sometimes I have to push life, myself. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's you get into a pattern of habit. And so when you get in the habit of that, then you start doing more. You get in the habit of working out. So you continue to do it. It feels good. This feels good. It then feels good. It I want to do it. feels good to be grateful. It feels good right. to be this way. So you do it more and, and you get to enjoy the effects of that. Exactly. Make, yeah. it, make it a habit. And, and don't you work make with it. Autoimmune, um, you work with autoimmune patients too. Oh, yeah. There, I always tell people everything's a label. True. You have to mm -hmm. unwind your label. True. Don't become your problem and don't own your problem. Everything's a learning episode to help yourself and help someone else. Like I had to learn to break agreement with that. Like I have this or I have that. Yeah, because people always say... My cancer, my this. I'm like, right. what, you're taking it. ownership yeah. of this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. But autoimmune, so I, with some of the, the illnesses that I've struggled with, I really, for me personally, feel that they go back to trauma being stored in my body. A lot of doctors say they can't really explain autoimmune. Your body's attacking itself. You should get your implants out. So do you feel implants, root canals, trauma, do you feel those play into autoimmune and how would you go about healing autoimmune? Yes. Yes. All yeah, your body is saying something is wrong, so you need to remove all the thorns. Yeah. Okay. And root canals are one, breast implants are one. Trauma stored. Trauma in your body stored, yes. Beauty products. You know, the hair is like the perfect storm, isn't it? Yeah. And so you, but you decide, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be at once. It all I did, but slowly start unringing the bell mm -hmm. of the genesis of these problems because, mm -hmm. but there's always an emotional component to yeah. everything, right. even a cold. You're stressed, so you get yeah. a cold, right? Yeah, it's true. So, yes. So, so true. There's always an emotional component. There's always an emotional component to the little thing and the big thing. So, yeah. Because we don't live conscionable lives. We're not living consciously. Mm -mm. No. If you think you just start today living consciously, mm. it's unbelievable, mind-blowing. Yeah, I think since is. getting sick a couple of years ago, that it's as much as I hated it, it has helped me in many other ways like that, being more intentional, living more conscious, and being really mindful of things. And yeah, it's had some, it's had some silver linings, mm. right. which is, I hate saying that. It has, yeah. Yeah, but autoimmune is your body's going against itself. But yeah. why? Because your body's why? not designed it shouldn't. to go against right. itself. Right. And the best ways to treat that, they've gave me immunosuppressants, low-dosage chemotherapy, antibiotics, steroids, painkillers. That's not how I treat Xanax. autoimmune. I was wild. like, what? Because that's another foreign agent. So how are you going to deal with another foreign agent when you've got already so many going on? 
Right. And then you're destroying your mitochondria, which are your powerhouse engines of your cells that make energy to take care of you. So how's that going to work? It honestly, I would never have been able to put it into words like that at the time. But that's what my, that's what my inner, my mind was saying to me. Like that's my gut was saying to me though, Mm -hmm. was that. Yeah. Right. So I was like, nope, threw it all away. I started doing everything from acupuncture to castor oil packs to fasting, grounding, all kinds of modalities in, in the natural way. That's so wonderful. So and much slowly you will... And working I'm, on my trauma and my mind. Very good. Spiritually, yeah. emotionally. And it's a process. Physical. Healing's a process. People always think that, oh gosh, I'm, I should get better in a week. No, it didn't take a week to get there. Right. It's going to... And there's no finish line to health. You're going to... Get better and better every day in every way. It's a it's a decision that you're going to live a new way of living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's you do it every day. Are you perfect? No, I don't ever. T- never going to be. Yeah, you're never going to be perfect. So, what was the get the not get rich quick? But what was the thing you wanted to ask her about? Oh, we were talking about we were going to discuss some of the things that we would discuss, and that's the elephant in the room, the Ozempic, Uh-oh. that everybody's taking the, the quick fix on right. weight. and like an epidemic of Ozempic right now. It's it, To me, it's a little scary, and I know it's helping a lot of people, like seemingly they're getting their life back, they're losing weight, and they're feeling a lot better about themselves, and I totally understand that component with it. But it's there's so, there's not that many long-term studies. Like the only it seems to me, I found on PubMed there's a study that they've done on the morbidly obese and diabetic, and they did find out of I don't know I think there was a couple million participants in the study, but they found like 4,500 or I don't know the numbers offhand um, totally that did in fact get thyroid cancer, and it's just but. We don't have any long-term studies, and so I, I also understand that the newer medications are stronger than this than what they used in these studies too. And then I've also read that on healthy individuals, that the it actually affects them worse on their bodies. And yeah, but they don't have any long-term studies on that, and they don't have the studies on it besides what they've done on like rats. But they don't have these studies on. A lot of the women that are taking this medication now, healthy individuals who want to, or non-diabetic individuals who want to lose weight and get in shape, but we just don't know what's going to happen with this. And to me, that's, that's a little alarming. You're right. Anything new, we always have to take the precautionary approach. And yes, there are going to be people that would benefit from right. Ozempic or the like, the other Ogobi medications, or, okay? If you're a full-blown diabetic and you may, your blood sugar is super high, right. but there are drugs available for diabetes today, okay? Yes. And then we must teach our patients about, because in the Ozempic it says it's an adjunct to eating recommendations and exercise. It's not going to replace your eating and exercise, okay? And I think they're just giving it out, but they're not telling people, okay, this is the way you need to eat. This is how you, many days you need to exercise. And then no one's talking, no one's measuring the, all the things you need to measure in the blood. See, right. reactive protein, vitamin D, all their hormones. You've got to, you can't treat part of the person. Right. You must treat the whole biological process. And so right. anybody who's just not, who's not doing it on the patient in a complete way, and for example, Unfortunately, that these medicines, they cause the stomach to not move. And one of the complications is gastroparesis. 
So then when you get gastroparesis, you get hydration with malabsorption. All right. And then you wear out your pancreas because you're making this, you're making your pancreas work harder. Mm -hmm. And a lot of diabetic medications also make your pancreas work harder. Your pancreas is critical. It's not like you can go get a pancreas transplant in the next year, right? right? You talk about the risk of cancer. There is a risk of not only medullary thyroid cancer, there, that's a warning label, right. and pancreatic cancer. Right. Also, one of the biggest things, I think, is loss of muscle mass. Right. That and was what worried me that's when I read really that. That's a really scary thing. So much yeah. muscle mass. If you're going to give this to a patient, how are you taking care of their gut? How are you taking care of their motility, the proper motility of the gastrointestinal system? Right. Are you taking care of their muscle? Because once, what I find is once these people get off the medication, right. they need to take it for life because they get rebound weight gain. Right. And also, it's also on the dose. And then I was reading in the, mm. uh, the anesthesia periodical, what they said is that the people were using Ozempic, they had a surgery planned, and their stomach was full of food mm. when they went to go do the so anesthesia. You have to have an empty stomach. Oh, so you wow. have to have an empty stomach. <gasps> oh, that's And so really they were scary. saying that you should stop the Ozempic for a couple weeks. If your food is just sitting in your stomach rotting for yes, a couple weeks. Yes, and it's fermenting. So fermenting. what are you doing? You're growing yeast. Cancer. Wow, yeast that's and, really... So that's not yeah. good. And then gastroparesis. There is no treatment for gastroparesis because I've had patients wow. with gastroparesis. Really? Okay. There's no treatment for it. There's no treatment for it. It's just so paralyzed. Your stomach is paralyzed. So you have this beautiful natural oh motility of your body. Yeah. Think about how your blood flows. Right. Like about, we're like your computers. blood is flowing right now. Right All now. right. Okay, think about your stomach. Your stomach has this natural peristalsis. The small intestines has its natural peristalsis. The intestines, it has a natural, just natural energy that right. it has, right? Think about how beautiful right. it is. I mean, it's and I know there's some exceptional circumstances, okay? There's always an exception to every rule. But I think what you, if you have a patient, I don't give anything willy-nilly. I'm just not that kind of, I wouldn't want anyone to treat me that way. Right. If I need something, I'll know what I need to counterbalance. Like all of our cancer patients, if they're getting a biopsy, this is what you have to do. If you have surgery, if you have to do this. And I give them all the things to counterbalance everything that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And Ozempic is no different. It's a very serious medication intervention. And you better be watching that patient carefully and make the patient accountable for how they're eating and their exercise. And then make sure their hormones are right and make sure that they aren't going to develop serious complications. But if once you lose your muscle mass, think about it, you lose muscle mass, there goes your metabolism. Because the more muscle mass, yeah. the better you're effective at losing weight. Yeah, it's the key to right. And then as you get older, mass. isn't it? I mean, it's, it's harder to build back. Yeah. You get sarcopenia. Oh. So you get the weakening and shrinking of the your, muscles. And your bones. Yes, Because everything. your muscle mass affects your bone mass. Right. And then, and then there's, there are, I've read also renal, possible renal kidney complications and eye complications. Yeah, yeah. I just read the other day so, that someone was losing their eyesight. eyesight. And there was like yes. halos oh. over so, the lights so when I they were driving at night. That was really scary. Yes, and if you're a health practitioner, you should, I believe in informed consent. You need to tell the patient all the good and bad and the ugly because yeah. that's not what doctors And then if they still choose it. They, and they still choose it, then they know the risk. Yeah, so, I don't know that mm. doctors are going over all those risks with the girls that are taking it or not, but it just worries me because... I see these cute girls that I know, and I just, I hope. And everybody's taking. Everybody. Like, it should only be given right. to people who have very serious metabolic disorders. And not everything else they've done doesn't right. work. 
I was leaving the airport in Cabo, and the little farm, the pharmacia that's in the, right. the airport, the they woman was outside, and she was like, come in. Okay. You're kidding. Yeah. She would just shoot you up right there like that? No, she was trying to sell it to you. Oh, you can you. take it. Oh, and shoot it in it yourself? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. They, you, you can, yourself. I wouldn't be. Oh, it is, I didn't yeah, know you that. Could, yeah, you oh, could administer it. Yeah, they no. shoot it. No, you no, do it no, to yourself. You're it. It's a subcutaneous injection. Yeah. You do it yourself. Yeah. And you could just, I would. People just buy to Mexico and go home and shoot right. them. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, you're yeah. taking well, it's probably less money there. And that's why the, we're yeah. seeing all the write-up of the complications. Wow. Because yeah. And you get one body. You get exactly. one body. Exactly. You can't go get a new one on Amazon. No, you cannot. And no, on Abu yeah. Dhabi or Alibaba. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Alibaba. Alibaba. <laughs> Speaking of, I've been reading something. Yeah. We were talking about sleep earlier. Melatonin, and a lot of people give their children melatonin, which is basically, which is a hormone. It's, but it's now hormones. I've been reading that it literally it'll delay puberty and cause all, some things are maybe a little TMI for me to say for, you know, on, on boys or whatever. But that's it's really a dangerous thing to be giving your children every night, right? Yeah, you shouldn't because you have your own. First of all, melatonin is made by your pineal gland. The pineal right. gland is the master regulator your body, okay? Mm -hmm. it, it controls your circadian rhythm. And the pineal gland literally is the size of a blade of, gra of grass, of rice, and it looks it like a pine small. cone. Yeah, it looks like okay. a pine cone. I that, but yes, I know it's yeah. that tiny. Yes, very, that tiny. I watched tiny. a documentary on it, actually. And, it's really yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. The pineal gland is a beautiful gland. And anyway, bottom line is that you naturally make melatonin. Right. So only when you get older do you start making, pausing of all the hormones. Mm -hmm. And so you will maybe need to take melatonin because you aren't making it yourself. But if you're young, you shouldn't be taking, you shouldn't be giving right. it to kids. There are other many natural things like valerian, right. ashwagandha to give to children, chamomile tea. There's lots of natural things to right. give. To children to yeah. enhance their sleep. I know homeopathics and everything. So I would never give melatonin to a young person. No, I know. But less than forty. Done a lot though. Yeah, but it, that's it's that's, messing with the hormones. Yeah, you're interfering with your own endogenous production of melatonin. So, wow. Yes. More war on children. Yeah. War on our bodies. Well, your children, left and right. Your body has its own natural abilities, right. and so you want to enhance that with living life correctly. Yep, yeah. Now, when you're older, you may need help in right. different things. You may need natural, biologically identical hormones. You may need different things. But when you're young, your body is well equipped right. to take care of itself. Aging really starts around 30, and but you can tweak it from here mm -hmm. and there. Mm -hmm. But you gotta do the basics. You gotta right. do great self-care. Ooh, what's a good, what's yeah. a, a good anti-aging tip? Uh, oh yeah, give us state like, of mind. Again, it's our mind. Huh? Give state us your top mind. five. Yeah, I would say. I like that. I like that for, you're all about the mind. Yeah, yeah. State because of mind there's a lot of people that don't have access to all the things that we do here in California. People are, right. are are just starting their wellness journey, and they're like, "Gosh, this is so overwhelming. There's so many things. If we just can give five, like, what would your five tips be just to to get on track with this? Yeah, we talked Wait, about with anti-aging or with health. Or cancer. Well, Anti-aging health. Well, aging is a whole nother right. level. Okay, yeah. honestly, really. Yeah. It's I mean, this because, is selfish personal reasons. I wanted to know your anti-aging. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> this isn't for everyone else. But, this is actually you know, just for me. The, but the basics still are the, the setting your mind, sleep, water, foods, movement. Okay. And you need to do, yeah. unfortunately, detoxification. So detox. either infrared sauna or detox bath. And then daily, I would make sure you take, like I mentioned earlier, zeolite or carbon. I sell TRS spray on oh, really? Instagram because oh, okay. I love it. I do. I yeah. give it to my kids. And, and then 
On top of that, you gotta get your hormones fixed. So hormones are the natural drugs to your body. So your thyroid, blood sugar, ovaries in women, testicles in men, and your adrenals. So you need your good adrenals so your body can handle the stress. And that's real, right. the adrenals are the organs of stress, immune, and longevity. And then on top of that, you can do anti-aging IVs, okay? They have, we have great- Which like NAD or? No, there's yeah. NAD, but we use an anti-aging cocktail. Yeah, I'd love IV. to come in for that. Okay. <laughs> and then there's hyperbaric. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's anti-aging. That, yeah, there's mm-hmm. red light therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have, love we that. do all that red light and yeah. hyperbaric. I personally do a little bit of growth hormone and I use placenta. I love injectable right. placenta. Works oh. amazing for your skin, wow. for everything. Okay. I use little, I use different peptides. Okay. For, and you, you do know. all this okay. in your office? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to book mm-hmm. an appointment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so that kind of thing. Okay. Okay. And there's, there are medications like metformin. It's, yeah, metformin's a hot topic it's a too. Very, it's nothing new, but I metformin, know. But they're all talking about well, taking met, it now. Every time you keep your sugar down, yeah, you know, sugar. So there's a blood test called hemoglobin A1C, and it's a reflection of your sugar over 90 days. So it's actually a reflection of protein misfolding in your body. If you have a high number, so high would be pre-diabetes in the conventional blood test is 5.7. For us. We want you around 5.2, no more than 5.2. Mm-hmm. So metformin lowers your sugar and enhances your body's utilization, how you use sugar. Okay. But you don't need it if your blood sugar is really good. You right. won't need it. But a lot of anti-aging people talk about it, and a lot of them utilize it. Okay, It's yeah. actually been around for a very long time. It comes from goat's root. And it's been around, like I said, for probably... 60, 70, 80 years. It's not a new thing. It's, it's been around for a long time because it was used in Europe before it came mm-hmm. here. But it is a good and it's a cancer starving medicine too. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, a David lot of Sinclair always talks. Yeah, talks there's a lot of repurposed him. drugs. This is metformin. 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 Uh-huh. There's a metformin. lot of repurposed drugs that starve cancer. Metformin's for cancer and aging. And there's IVs of exosomes and stem cells. You can do yeah. all that kind of stuff too. But yeah, I got to. Go play the lottery yeah, win exactly. and win. Because a lot of this, yeah. like I looked into yeah, stem cells oh, yeah, and yeah. exosomes when I was really yeah. sick, but I was, it was like ten to $20,000 for treatments. It's but, really hard yeah, once you was really get expensive. sick and yeah. have autoimmune diseases. And I have friends and they, it's just like figuring out the puzzle. It's, I yeah. feel so bad for everything that you had to go through with, with that's connecting all the dots. And I have other friends too with, Yes, Lyme disease too, and they just can't figure out what it is to make themselves feel better. And there's yeah, just like Lyme chronic is big, pain. Yeah, Lyme is a big. I have Lyme. A, a big problem. Yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. very big problem. And it's hard um, to what, pinpoint and and figure out what what it is. People don't understand, right? They go to all the different doctors. They don't know why they don't feel better. That was frustrating right. well, for me. Is I was like, all these different doctors had a different opinion. Uh, yeah, doctors well, only have drugs and surgery or right. both. Okay, they're not fixing you. They're treating right. you. And then most doctors don't go and look at all the possibilities right. of how to treat a patient, right? They just and you've go got to look for outside-the-box things because yes. drugs and medicine are the third leading cause of death. That's the reality. Wow. So you'd be yeah. better off mastering self-care than anything. Yep. And partnering yes. with a preventive, proactive, precise medical practitioner. Yeah. As opposed to someone's just going to say, oh, here's steroids for your runny nose. What? That's not oh, exactly that's not a really good plan. No, right? I know. Yeah, yeah, that's going to destroy your nasal tissues. It's 
Now, is the miracle of modern medicine great if you have a fall or you're going to have a heart attack? Absolutely. There's nothing better than an American ER, okay? But for the long term... When I travel, that's what I'm afraid of. If anything happens to me, I want to be in an ER in America. Yeah, <laughs> like, right, yeah. Yeah. right. But for the chronic management of diseases, we fail miserably. That's, yeah, so. that's so true. The integrative medicine. You want to do that. You wanna, you've got to partner with someone who is wanting to keep you well. Which isn't yes. every doctor. Or they just no. don't know or take the time to. Exactly. Not necessarily that they're a bad person. Doctor. No. They just, and then if they've been trained in the right. conventional realm. And so they haven't gone to herbal school. They haven't gone to nutrition school. They haven't gone and have you gone? Is, have you done all, all those things? All those things, yeah. I, I'm in continual education wow. all the time. What's the latest, greatest for everything? Um, yeah, right? well, your patients are lucky to have you then because you know. really go I mean, that I love extra, it, though. Yeah. Well, like learning. And, yes, yeah. I love it. It's fun. and yeah. What better thing? Yeah, that shows. Right. I think that's it's exciting. It's have exciting. you ever had a loved one that you've had to help with cancer or someone that matters? I'm sure you care about all your patients. It's interesting. So I mean, I'm a very members. good family, and I'm one of six kids, and all my brothers and sisters are still alive. All of their children are still alive, meaning, and because I often think about that, because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, but my mother was really all natural. You know, Your she, mother was? Yeah. She raised us all very natural. We never ate fast food. We never ate junk food. We never... Isn't that funny? You probably thought it was... Crazy. Not great. Well, we thought she was crazy. And now you look back and you're like, and my I, mom knew what she was yeah, she doing. Knew. I ate bone broth and bone marrow. You did. And liver and sauerkraut my whole life. Really? Oh, yes. Sauerkraut oh, yes. so good. Yes. And all the things that are fashionable today. That's how I grew up. Yeah. Okay. And then, but they're all alive. And then my children are all alive. I have three grandkids. Okay. And all my kids are pretty much on board. Okay, we have five, my husband and I have five kids. I have three stepkids and two biological children. And um, they're pretty much on board. Mm -hmm. Okay, my children, of course, are extremely <clears throat> on board. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then one of the three girls is, she's the baby. She's a yoga instructor. And she's really into all. The other two are good and they know that I watch, you know. <laughs> so they do. And yeah. I, yeah, so she, but they're pretty good overall so fortunately i haven't had, to had and all of my friends who see That's me great. okay the oldest friend is 85 and they all are healthy okay yeah. but they've been seeing me for a very long time yeah and so all of my friends when i would say a lot because some are close and some are not as close yeah. but they're all really well okay because they i check them and it's a pretty good testament to, yes. to, to, so, so to what you're doing. So I don't really fortunately have yeah. any great friend close to me that's sick. They all, yeah. And, and my, you know, and I would say it's a very large circle because if we're talking one in two, I'm, I don't have one in a yeah. hundred really. Have and you personally had to battle any illnesses? Oh, many. Or? Oh, many. Yeah. So I started out, my mother, uh, I'm number three of six kids. My mother started bleeding. So... Of course, she went to the doctor. I was born in the 50s. And she said, oh, we have this great drug that will prevent miscarriage and loss of your baby. So when I'm a teenager, my parents got a letter and said, oh, that drug that you took, DES, caused cancer in both male and female offspring, hormone problems, anatomical problems, infertility problems. 
And so I started going to MD Anderson, which is a very big cancer institute in Houston, Texas. And I already had abnormal cells, dysplasia, because I went and got colposcopies and all the kind of everything. And so my mom really focused on getting me really healthy, even though we lived a really healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And then I never have had two periods in a row in my life. All of my children are technological babies because I had to go to, in I never ovulated, so I had to go to infertility specialist. Okay. And then I delivered, when I delivered twins, I had a complicated delivery. And because the OB, I had two OBs and one OB, one of the OBs had her hand on my vagina and accidentally pulled out the cord on the second baby. Oh. And I didn't have anesthesia. Okay. And so they had to do an emergency C-section. Without anesthesia? Without anesthesia. Holy oh moly. Stop so, it. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. I was in shock. And I felt horrible. I had postpartum depression. Oh, wow. I felt absolutely horrible. I did not feel good. I went to every doctor. Like, maybe it's this, and maybe it's that, and maybe it's this. I'm like, oh, wow. So I had to do all my home homework. I went and got, I went and saw everyone outside the system, okay? And I really interviewed them. Have you ever been sick? If you haven't been sick, I'm going to see you because... Honestly, that's how you, I feel. You can't see people who haven't overcome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hate to say it. But they don't get it. And so I remember seeing this physician, and he was an anesthesiologist, medical doctor, and he goes, oh, I know, I can help you. And so I did, my first visit was 34 injection in my acupuncture points, okay? Mm -hmm. But it did start my period. And I then did acupuncture three days a week, boiled my herbs and all kind of stuff for over a year. But I never really got completely better. So here I am researching everything. And I found this lady, she came to see me in my office when I was in Tustin, and she had a pituitary transplant. And I'm like... I don't think she knows what she's talking about, right? I go, why did you go? She goes, I did it for anti-aging. I go, really? What doctor did you go to? So she tells me. So I speak Spanish. Okay. And so I call the doctor in Mexico, and I'm very familiar because I speak Spanish. So I'm very, when I was little, I used to travel to Mexico. And I talked to the doctor, and I'm like, oh, my God, they do a pituitary transplant. So I'm like, I know that's what I need because what happens when women go through shock through a pregnancy, they destroy their pituitary gland. It's okay. called Sheehan syndrome. Okay. So anyway. I've never heard of that. Yeah. And so anyway, I go, I, I hear about it, and then I say, I asked the doctor where he had been trained. So he had been trained by the headquarters in Querétaro, Mexico. So I flew there. It's not a direct flight. I had to fly to Mexico City and go to Querétaro. Anyway, I go there. I don't, I know nothing, but I have no fear whatsoever. Not. I'm not scared one bit. Not after what happened to you. You're like, right, exactly. <laughs> you're like, I'm so, invisible. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> he, the doctor comes and he says, I'm going to do an IV. And so I said, okay. So I do the IV and then he says, I'm going to meet you at the clinic tomorrow. So I met them at the clinic tomorrow and I had a pituitary transplant. Okay. And in 24 hours, I was like brand new. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I was like a brand new human. Do I need that? And anybody can. And do that. It's very good because for lots of conditions. Because your pituitary is your master hormone, yeah. right? Anyway, I, I did that, and then four and a half years ago, I underwent 18 hours of back surgery from scoliosis oh. from the drug too. Okay. Huh. So I flew That's to Germany. Close. Wow, that drug caused all these problems. Yes. That's wow. unbelievable. You wonder what these drugs are doing to our bodies, you guys. Yes, wow. Exactly. And especially, you never want to take a medicine when you're pregnant. Never. Anyone out there? Nothing. Yeah. 
you should. Mm -hmm. I was it's pretty good, but like I wouldn't even take Advil when I was pregnant. I was That's good. Mm -hmm. Every, but then I would get so nauseous and throw up all the time that they would give me things like Zofran and one that starts with a P. A couple different things from being, oh, I get so sick and I throw up mm -hmm. a lot. And so there were a, different, a couple different medications that they would give me for that. Is that, I, it's too late now, but for everyone right. else, are those bad well, to no, take? Well, no, it's better to not take medication yeah, if, you if you're pregnant, honestly. And because I know from personal experience. Yeah. And so, now I, right. that drug was a very Look potent estrogen, but yeah. it affected me. Now, I always tell people two cardinal rules. Can't become your problem, can't own your problem. Everything's a learning episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can't, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So, you oh, know. that's interesting, though. Yeah, so, yeah. So I have overcome lots of things, mm -hmm. and that's life. And life is a struggle, but I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. It made you a better, it made you who you yeah, are and a doctor exactly. that you are. It took right. you down this path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. I think that's why I felt like I need to ask her that. So, because yeah. you're yeah. so passionate about it. Oh, you were, yeah. You were very specific about, so I, I knew, I'm like, she'd be there and had a loved one that either went down some of these paths or you didn't. Or, or you've been down it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it, Luckily, I know what to do. Yeah. I'm so fortunate that I have the information and the knowledge. And I always tell people, whatever I don't know, I know mm -hmm. 10 people to call. Right? Yeah. Because of my travels and going everywhere and looking. I'm always in search for knowledge all the time. I, all I do, my hobby is researching, reading, and studying. Yeah. yeah. That's what my hobby is. That's become my favorite hobby yeah. the last couple of years. Mine too. But not just health. I love learning about all yeah. kinds of weird things. But yeah, I like, yeah, I get into it. just all the healthcare systems and then natural ways of healing and then the food and what causes it and then mental health. And yeah, there's just so much to learn out there. there and is. yeah, it's so. tremendous amount to learn. Yeah. That's what everyone should be doing. Yeah. A child today should be a Navy SEAL and a genius with what we have. Wow, I mean, yes. There's so really? much information that yeah. we can So gain. much information, so yeah. much capability, what we know. We have all the knowledge for that. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Okay, Keneally, like, for being well, here. Well, where can her. everyone find you? Because we're going to, by the way, we're going to have Dr. Keneally back on. I know. I want her to do a whole episode on, I think women out there would love the one what? on preparing, like you talked about, and you give us just a little, but we could go a lot further into that. So. I think so, too. Yeah. And that, and... What woman out there wouldn't want to learn all that? Oh, and I would love to be come back. Maybe a two-part if you come back again and talk about fertility and that right. because I one. know personally tons and tons of people who struggle with fertility. It's such a big thing right now. Yeah, especially right now, both the so male and the female. I think yeah. that's another huge topic that people would love to hear you talk about too. Okay, so, great. Yeah. Yeah, you're just going to be a regular over here. We'll have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to feed you and yeah. clean food and water. And yeah. I heard <laughs> yeah. you speak at the Truth About Cancer seminar That's in right. Anaheim. Yes. And I was like, okay, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank but, you. But yeah, thank but Keneally MD, you can, okay. you can find me on Twitter. That's my website and my Instagram. Instagram. Okay. And yeah. you're Keneally MD. Here, here in, in Irvine. 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 Yes. yes, in Irvine, California. Because, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you. And I can't wait to have you back on again. So I'm just so <laughs> glad that you are part of really transforming the future of health right. and humanity, yeah, too. Yeah, we both are really passionate yeah. about it. Yeah, I think it's great. It comes from being sick and from all your education. And, it. and Lizzie's mother. 
had cancer. Yeah, my mom had cancer. Oh, really? Esophageal yes. cancer. Oh, wow. Yes. And she's still alive. She's still alive. Oh, she yeah. Well, yeah, I'll tell you about that in a so minute. But it, yeah, we, so yeah, it's she just, was. It's been personal for both of us. But it's I think. personal, and I'm I have hypothyroid ever since I had my children, and it's, right. that's a journey in itself. Yeah, it and I started I to. Am too. Oh, you are too. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of women are, and like I, I said, I see a doctor near you, integrative medicine doctor, and so that was something that I started like over ten years ago. So I'm always just very driven towards doctors in your type of practice in the functional medicine field and it's well, just it's the future of medicine it's the future of medicine yeah, it really it is. is it really it is should be <laughs> it's it, yeah. being healthy so yeah thank you Great. so much for being here and we'll have you back thank you so much for taking the time i know you're busy so free to come yeah, do this we really great. appreciate it yes and that was a, just a load of wonderful information so thank you you're welcome yeah. thank you for tuning in today we are truly honored to have dr keneally in the studio with us we look forward to having her back on the podcast soon, and this is just our first conversation with Dr. Keneally, and because we plan to pick her brain a little bit more, she really is a wealth of knowledge. And uh, you can find her on Instagram at KeneallyMD. Thanks so much. Bye. <laughs>